Welcome to a Life of Choice podcast, the podcast that helps you shift and broaden your perspective to get more out of life. I'm your host, Robin McCaig, so let's get started. Welcome back. So we've almost finished the first month of 2021, and no, there was no magic wand that made 2021 better, though the beginning of a new year always brings that hope with it. And that's a good thing. Anything we can do for our mind to focus on the positive and be looking at what's next, what can we accomplish, what do we want to be different. And I'm curious, did you take some time to look at last year and the lessons for yourself and what you wanted to bring forward for yourself into 2021 and what you wanted to leave behind from last year? And speaking to someone today I was saying how for a lot of people, 2020 was about confronting feelings, something that we're not so good at in this society. And with not being as busy, people were by themselves, feelings would come up. And for some people, they're just foreign. And I went through that myself after dealing with the breast cancer and sitting there on my sofa for six months, basically in silence and letting all this stuff come up. And I dug really deep into all of the emotions and learned that I could live through it. And so that's one of the things I I always speak to clients about. It feels like it's an empty, bottomless pit. And they were going to get swallowed up by these feelings and never, ever get out of them. And that's just not true. But our mind makes us believe that because it wants that safety. So instead, stepping into the courage, into the kindness for yourself of knowing that you will get through it, that it is a layering process, we don't have to deal with them all at once. So thinking about that, I was also thinking about how certain things that we do tie into that. So for example, one way to stuff down feelings is to allow us ourselves to feel obligated. So do you do things out of obligation? And I see this a lot, especially with women. I don't know enough about men and their culture to say if that's true, but I would say for women, it's much more so that there's more of a, I'm going to do this for you. And even though it might not be a spoken one, and there is that place of reciprocity where we do want to support each other, which is a good thing. And when we do it freely from that place of, yes, I want to do this just for the sake of doing it. I'm not expecting something in return unless it is something for a fair exchange that's different, right? When we're having services from someone, it's not correct to not have that equal exchange of energy. Otherwise, someone is going to feel like they're not being valued. But that's what can happen if we feel obligated. We do things from a feeling of, I have to do it. And it feels so heavy and weighty and not fun or exciting or loving or kind. And so when we choose to do it, are we really choosing 
or are we just feeling that we need to do it to keep the peace or we said we would and things have maybe changed. It's not that we can just simply change our mind all the time. It's about being more thoughtful when we do say yes to things. And even when there's an invite and you're just not sure, like just even being honest about that. So just saying, I'm really not sure at this point, you know, when do you need an answer by those kinds of things to help you to give an answer that is more correct. Because the other thing is, if we're doing things out of obligation, people are going to pick it up in energy, whether or not they acknowledge it. But if I'm just going through the motions, like we see this in families and, you know, set the table for dinner and the kids are like slapping the table down, the, the um, plates down or the cutlery, this kind of thing. I remember that from growing up and visiting other people's homes and seeing the kids doing that. And yeah, it's just doesn't feel good. So why do we want to do things that don't feel good? Often it's because we're not being honest with ourselves or not feeling into what is correct for us. So it's still early in the year. Lots of places where we can choose something new. I know for this year, I talked earlier about doing something different from resolutions, but I also did something different with my vision board. And often I'll do it around my birthday. But this year, I just felt like it was a fresh start. I did a lot of changes in my office and opened up the space more and it just feels more freeing. I took a bunch of things down off the wall. It felt very cluttered. So I'm really feeling that sense of freshness. And I actually did the vision board through a different process with really sitting with what is the intentions, using icons instead of a bunch of pictures and really doing in a very clean, clear way. And also doing it on an electronic board. I looked at a couple apps and they didn't really work as well as I'd like. So I just went on to Canva and created it. And you can order a poster right from Canva and free shipping if you don't want it quickly. And so that was a really fun way to look at things differently and do it in a different way and looking at the different quadrants and the different intentions and really meditating and feeling into what are the affirmations that you want, even down to the colors. Like for me, there's a lot of gold and purple. Um, purple is a very spiritual color. Gold also connects me to the divine and really being, bringing in those places of co-creating with spirit this year, instead of going from that place of it's just the goal without the feeling, because the feeling comes when we're connected to all parts of ourselves, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. So how is that feeling in my body? Is it bringing me almost to tears because I can feel the juiciness of what I want? I can feel that wondrous feeling of bringing in more love in my life, of bringing in the thriving energy, whatever it is for you. And 
from that place, we can co-create with spirit what we want because it's always the feeling of what we want. It's not necessarily the concrete things. And those can be included. It doesn't mean that they can't. It just means that what is the feeling that you want from that? Is it the freedom? We talked about that last time, right? Five this year in numerology is around freedom. Maybe it is that new little sports car. So you can, when the weather is good, you can be driving with the top down and feeling that freedom. So whatever that is for you, and knowing that divine timing and not being tied into how it looks. That's one of the keys I've learned a long time ago with manifestation is if we're so hung up on how it looks, I see people do this all the time in relationships. They think the person needs to look a certain way and they bypass people that may have been a good partner for them. And then when they let that go, the person comes and they say, hmm, that's not what I thought you would be like, you know, in not in energy because there's an energetic match, but in how they look. And they're a, a really good match. So I'll leave you with that. And I'd be curious to know, have you done a vision board? Are you in the process? Are you doing it in any different way? Or how's your the start of your year going? Are you still feeling hopeful and feeling open to what's being presented to you? And when we're present in our life and follow those nudges from spirit, that's where we're going to feel in alignment and really have our best year yet. Have a great week. I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed listening, please rate and recommend the show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.